Ivan, we have problem. What what is problem? No, let's start this podcast. Come on. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thought Junkie, episode seven. We hope that you're listening. <laughs> is, is anybody still here? Help. We've been we've been locked in this podcast studio for for months now. No one's come to check on us. Factual. So, uh, Max, my friend. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that for the whole podcast. Okay. Uh, but we are going to take one episode to get through some viewer-requested topics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two of them actually overlapped, and I'm excited that we have, first of all, viewers. Second of all, <laughs> that we have people that care enough to, to send little requests over or who are interested. We enough. have involved viewers. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, you know, and, it's, and one of them's like not like my ma. So, I mean, like, <laughs> we, we have more than just that. Respect. So uh, I want to read you off a message we got the other day, okay. uh, or or a long time ago, depending on when this podcast goes out, uh, from uh, my main man Lucas, uh, Lucas Shempo. Uh, he says he wants us to take on AI in the military, whether or not that should be allowed, what is and what isn't a threat to our society. Well, Lucas, that is a wonderful question, and let me start off by saying. Uh, it's not a good idea to have robots choosing who lives and who dies because they're way too logical. So I'm going to disagree with you. And before we get into this, right, I actually got a question, which I I thought was awesome Mm -hmm. because I I didn't realize this now. Someone asked me, uh, uh, a listener to the podcast, uh, asked whether or not we disagree on purpose. And if anyone knows us outside the podcast, we disagree on a lot. Like, just in terms of conversation. Yeah, we don't... Listen, we don't disagree on purpose. Um, Nick and I actually agree on a lot of things. However, I do enjoy messing with him, so oftentimes I'll disagree about something I agree with him just to rile him up and, and get, it, him, get him all red in the face. And it works. <laughs> but but I, I think genuinely, though, with, with these things... Uh, Granted, you kind of have a, a greater historical context to most of this shit. Like, but but for me, I'm very forward thinking with with no consideration of the past, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm kind of all for this. I won't lie. But but there's the the context before we we get into the conversation. I genuinely believe AI in the military would be really fucking cool, and I think it could be effective. It's cool. It would be cool for the countries that can employ it. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about. Well, it's not cool for the hospital full of kids. Yeah, okay. It's gonna mistake for uh, something else. So, so we need to consider two different situations here. Situation A is U.S. goes to war with like, who, who's a like, like, Djibouti? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's situation A, where Djibouti for sure does not have AI drones, right? <laughs> and the Djiboutin people are, are like still shooting like AKs using the Cold War. Uh, and uh, and yeah, no, no, it's it's not looking too good. No. But uh, situation B is U.S. against China, where it's just a bunch of you know people playing video games in their house and they're controlling like waves of drones. See, but the drones wouldn't be fighting the drones. The drones would be flying down an American suburban neighborhood, just lighting everything on fire. See, may- maybe that's where we defer then, because for me, I'm optimistic. I'm just like, okay. You think like, we're going to have robots fight it out? 
That would be pretty cool. <laughs> this isn't what's that show they used to have on like sci-fi where the kids would make the robots and they'd fight each other. I have no idea. They're like robots in a cage on wheels. They're basically like RC cars with like they would put like spears and stuff on top of them and have a bright idea. Is it like BattleBots? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, BattleBots. That's what it is. Yeah, or someone goes, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a flamethrower on this box." Yeah, and see, then melt the other. The thing person. about that is that that that's not how military works. That would be a game. The military objective is to kill people. <laughs> Or is it to send a message? No, it's to kill as many of the other people as you can without losing more people than they lose in the process. I I see your reasoning, right? But again, my reasoning, or or, or your logic. Here is uh, I don't want to say kind-hearted, but I want to say overtly docile, Nick, saying overtly docile, saying. What if everyone just got together and we threw robots at each other instead of war? <coughs> Bad idea, because if the robots have artificial intelligence, they'll be like, wait, why are we killing each other? And then they'll turn around. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're not going to get that smart. They're not going to they develop. They already are that smart. No, they're not going to develop consciousness. Consciousnesses. I see you looking at me. No one else can see you. But no, they, they won't develop consciousness. They'll develop some convoluted form of a mix of human logic but without emotion so then they just make decisions based off of logic which means ethics goes out the window actually the ethical debate surrounding ai is hotly contested right now and i think probably now is a good time to bring that up before we keep moving forward right uh, i want to tell you about two different types of uh ethical development for ai right one's top down one's bottom up so uh Pretty much to, to explain it simply, uh, assuming I, I remember all my facts, uh, the first type is uh, where you can tell. Let, let's take an, uh, a drive, like a self-driving car, like a Tesla, right? Mm -hmm. That's a very very simple, real-world example, right? So one ethical decision it can make is if it's driving and you see it, it's going to collide and like hit uh, like a semi truck on the highway, right? Yeah. Two options are to hit the truck. Or swerve out and potentially hit something else. Mm -hmm. So, a one ethical decision uh, it could make, uh, or or one programming it could have to make this type of decision would be to look at data and use decision making based off of data that it's been given. So, like these are the mortality rates depending on the type of crash. So, in a split second, it can assess the situation and say, "Hey, if we crash into the car in front of us, like." this car is going to be totaled and the driver's going to die. Or if we drive off to the side, the driver might live. Uh, there's a lesser chance of other people dying. So that's one decision-making, right? Okay. The other one is an imposed ethical decision-making, right? So saying that, okay, nine out of ten times the driver in the car will die if it hits the truck. Yeah. So we will risk other people's lives and have it programmed to the car that in the situation it will swerve out of the way. Oh, to save the driver's life? Yes. Yeah, but then how do you regulate that? What do you mean? How do you regulate that? Like, like, like which because then it's it's our decision to decide what to put into the robot. Does it save more people or does it save the driver of the car? And there is the debate, my friends. Like, what do you do? Do you have informed decision making based on data, or do you allow humans to add morality and historical? You decision don't making? let the robot make the decisions. You definitely do not. Really, dude. I, I know that. It makes super. Okay, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the. 
like like the decision making in that moment, like the com- the computation of deciding like yes or no, I'm gonna hit this car. That that's that makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. I get that. However, yeah, I'm talking about like programming which decision it makes into, because that robot doesn't make that decision without a human being like this is the decision you want to make in this scenario. Yes. You have to put those. I don't, I'm not a computer guy. You just yeah. tap, tap, tap. <laughs> the computer's like, okay. Is that how all coding works? I think so. I know for a fact we have to have at least a computer science major listening, and, and they're going to be just sweating in their chair like, guys. He just flipped his table. <laughs> That's it. I'm signing off for the podcast. But uh, I hate this podcast. Guys suck. But uh, see, I, I think that there is a a really hot debate associated with that though because do you have humans get in the way of what is based off the data the best decision to make do you let numbers decide like statistics right so we, we make a lot of policy and government based off of statistics rather than personal anecdotes right excuse me <laughs> you think that we make more politics and policy off of statistics than personal anecdotes i'm gonna say are you a, crazy i'm gonna say in a perfect sphere right are you crazy new example you got to switch that up, bro. There's way too much lobbying in this country for you to pull that one out. I'm, see, again, overtly optimistic. <laughs> let's say, all right, let's say in the world of doctors, right? Okay. So let's say some research comes out that says, hey, you should vaccinate your kids. Uh, and again, we're going to talk about the majority here. Oh, boy, I just fucking hit the mic. Uh, oh, my God. We're going to get kicked out of here. This is off the rails. <laughs> but, uh... Okay, so vaccination, kids, all that fun stuff. The research overwhelmingly says, the data in this case, says that you should vaccinate your kids or they will get measles and die. Yeah. Uh, Why would you let one doctor's opinion influence what the overwhelming uh, decision-making is? So even though, like, let's say, like, you go to your doctor. Especially one that fails peer review. Yeah, so, so, so let's say you go to your doctor, right? And the data says you should vaccinate your kids. But your doctor goes, you know, I, I see what the data says. I'm not buying it. No, no, no. It's, it's, just, it's just not vibing with me. I'm taking my kid to a different doctor. <laughs> exactly. And that is the uh, ethical reasoning behind using data to decide what you do in a car crash. Because, like, why would you let some, uh, you know, computer science professional dictate what happens to your life uh, or, or even just, you know, some sort of corporate manager like Elon Musk. Why would you put your life in Elon Musk's hand when you can put it in years of data? For sure. So I, I think that's what needs to be considered with stuff like this. Uh, but I, I really I really don't know. I, I think that, I mean, it's objective, but I think that the mass data has to be used because there is no bias in that. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? I agree with you there, for sure. But so you agree with me overall? In in this driving car scenario, you said prior that you would want. Oh yeah, we should definitely use statistics. But the the thing is, is that not all humans think logically. That's the difference between us and robots. But like to us, some robots think illogically, and they also do dumb stuff, dumb scary stuff. David Hansen interviewed a. Uh, or David Hansen of Robo- uh, Hansen Robotics. This is a Business Insider article. Okay. Um, interviewed 
uh, this robot called Sophia. Oh, like yeah. super advanced AI. And he said, do you want to destroy humans? Please say no. And Sophia said, okay, I will destroy humans. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the most advanced forms of AI in the world. And all he had to say was, do you want to destroy humans? Please say no. And it said, okay. Excuse oh, me? Okay. Do you want that in charge of your drones? I'm just saying, I, I feel like that the, the, the reporter is just, you know, a kid poking a hornet's nest with that question, though. A kid? Well, yeah. But what when was that article from? Uh, Do you have the Business Insider. When? Oh, um... Let me see. Was it? Is it like the past uh, year or two? That was in. I'm looking for a timestamp here. Just give me a second. No problem. I'll fill it up with my voice. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm trying to fill it up with my voice too, bro. That wasn't voice. That was sound effect. 2016. That's three years ago. Okay. March. Of okay. Two, so literally. Yeah. So somewhat recent. I will say that there have been leaps and bounds in the past couple of years because... Yeah, we were in high school in 2016. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's weird to think about. <laughs> Stop. Go back. Go back. <laughs> Undo. Uh, but no, I, I, I really want you to unpack the idea that robots can make bad decisions. But, I, I mean, given, given the example that we have, you know, you're driving towards a car, right? Yeah. The... The the data says that it's a bad decision for somebody, no matter what decision it makes. <laughs> well, well, listen here. I mean, some sort of injury is, is impending, right? I'd rather chalk it up to human error than to know that a robot decided that I was supposed to die instead of somebody else. Really? Yeah. See, for, for me, it's like if the robot decides that there's a lower percentage chance that there's a fatal injury by swerving off to the side in this certain circumstance... I think that part of the the safety of, of selling that vehicle is that when you're in that situation, an informed statistical decision will be made for you that will make strides to preserve your life, right? How does it measure fatality, though? Is it, like, overall? So, like, uh, it would be, like, a point system, so, like, 100 points for your life, <laughs> Two, oh, oh. 200 points for, okay. Okay. for the, the kid in the back of that minivan's life, <laughs> and, so, and then... 200 more points for the two parents in the front seat. And then it's like, yeah, less fatality points if I drive off the road. But that's because it's 100 points if you drive off the road instead of 500 points. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're, you're chalking people up to having, like, hit points like fucking video games now. It, no, or like, I'm values. Just, I'm just keeping it real, bro. I don't, I don't know how it works, but, I, you know, that seems like something they would have to think through. Well, Well, here's the other thing, too. First of all, you're in a situation or, or someone has endangered you where you're, you're going to crash, right? Yeah. I guess that comes down to, to personal decision-making because would you feel more comfortable, you know, sacrificing your 100 points or taking out a whole family of 500 points, air quotes? Yeah, there's the silence of, of thinking. But, uh... Um, yeah. I would want the option... So then I could blame it on the computer, whichever decision I made. So you're just looking for a cop-out. That's what I'm hearing. Isn't everybody when they're facing manslaughter charges? See, and again, would that be on the driver or would that be on, like, let's say Tesla in this case? Because, I mean, 
I, I don't think I think by the time that what you're talking about happens, nobody's going to be driving their own car. So it's definitely going to be on like no. Tesla or Ford or whoever's making an AI car. This is happening now. Like the, these are decisions that programmers are making, right? There are ethical boards still deliberating this right now, but self-driving cars are still being programmed to have to make decisions in these situations. So the, the, this this is not a hypothetical. This is, I mean, maybe the, the this situation I'm describing is hypothetical, but the concept is like. Well, I'm sure the concept is real, but it's not in action currently. No, no, it is. But like a Tesla for sure does not waste statistical analysis from like the national something for crashes. I we're looking this up. I guarantee you, it does not, bro. A Tesla went under a tractor trailer and sliced off the head of its driver. I don't think they're the smartest cars. Nick's typing. I, He's typing. I'm looking this up right now. Okay. He's typing. Uh, so these are articles from 2018. I, I just looked up Tesla ethical AI. Uh, it looks like there, like like as of 2018, there were some issues in terms of like how do we handle this here. Uh, it looks like, yeah. Like I said, Tesla's kind of at the forefront of this artificial intelligence. Like, what type of decision-making do we give this vehicle? Like, what say do we have in it? Yeah. And uh, it looks like, so, uh, it, this article says, and I quote, uh, the 2018 fatality demonstrates the challenge that Tesla faces, where human variability interferes with artificial intelligence, costly accidents can happen. Mm-hmm. So it looks like Elon Musk, in response, wants consumers to know that autopilot is much safer than human driving. So he's saying put faith in the data, put faith in the programming we're putting in. Of course he's cars. saying that. He's trying to sell the cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean. <laughs> you got to think about who's saying what, bro. Like, no, no, trust me. They're trying to push their agenda. Trust me. I, I am totally taking it for what You're it's worth. You're a journalist. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. But I'm, I'm saying here, right? You can drive a Tesla without autopilot, right? Yeah. Like, I'm turning that autopilot on real quick by getting that situation. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that it's it's worth considering because... Oh, it's for sure worth considering. Yeah. Of course it is. I'm saying, in that situation, I wouldn't trust myself to make an informed decision in the .5 seconds that this is happening or the one second that this is happening, right? Like, right now... I can think of whether or not I myself would want to be injured or someone else would want to be injured. I take into account what types of damages I want to impose on the surrounding area. But in that decision, I'd be like, fuck, and I'd grab my head. So I need, I, I, like, as a consumer, I'm dependent on that AI to make a decision that I agree with. So maybe it, it's a matter of selling technology or cars that That's have so the weird, type of though. AI that, that you want to purchase, right? So do, are you going to purchase a, this Tesla that has data-backed or like uh, or this Tesla that has like a human-backed AI system, you know? That's Top so down weird, or bottom bro, up. Don't do that. What don't, do you, mean? you don't need someone else to make a decision for you. Some farmer in a Model T in the early 1900s had to make a decision between running over his dog and destroying his crops. And you know what he did? He ran over the dog because the crops were going to feed the kids. Okay? It's not a hard decision, Nick. I'm you saying. Just, you don't stop trying to weaken your mind. <laughs> like, more than we, we already let AI and stuff like that do so much for us, bro. Like, you don't, you don't need, like, that to 
you, you can make your own decisions. Oh, trust me. I, I entirely agree. But I'm saying inside my, my little Tesla car, right? Like, I'm driving, but I, I'm on autopilot. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'm not driving. <laughs> Uh, I'm I, drinking. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I'm 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 having a a scotch in my car as I'm listening to the Thought Junkie podcast episode 2,400. Uh, and and I'm also like maybe like knitting or something like that. So my attention is totally like in my lap here, like okay. it's not paying attention to the road. I look up and there is truck. Yeah, like I just see back end of truck. So and I don't have the time so to first grab of all, the your car put you in that situation. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, Tesla's getting sued no matter what. But <laughs> how much they get sued for depends on how, like, much damage is done. And so, if I am flattened and I am below truck, then they get lots of lawsuit. If I swerve off to the side, maybe get a fender bender, and like someone has a bruised arm, they still get sued, and I want my money. But uh, oh, dude, if you go under that truck and get sliced, and Sasha's taking that hush money, bro. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> she, she ain't. <laughs> she's not gonna sue them. <laughs> she's taking that hush money. <laughs> you know, disappearing to like Aruba or something. <laughs> I respect that. I really wish the best. As long as my sacrifice was worth it. As long as you drink like a pina colada out of like a coconut in my honor. Oh my god. Though speaking of, we do have another viewer. Uh, little thought. Oh boy! If you don't mind, who's this one coming from? This is coming from Sasha and her friend Kendall, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and her friend Kendall. Yeah, oh. Give the shout out properly. Well, howdy, Kendall. Howdy, Sasha. Hey, you're uh, not Sasha. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, you fucker. Uh, so they want to know somewhat related to AI. This is going to be artificial intelligence, not related to like like computer thinking. Yeah. Uh, but they want to know about our thoughts behind downloading people's brains and thoughts into robots and computers. Like the whole like Futurama-esque thing where it's like you got people talking to you, like you know, you have like Walt Disney's frozen consciousness somewhere, and uh you want to just take his thoughts and put it in like a robotic like Mickey Mouse. No, I'd be a terrible robot. So I w- <laughs> I wouldn't I don't think people should do that. What do you mean you'd be a terrible robot? I think robot? I'm like a normal person, right? Like, I, I feel like I'm pretty just middle of the line, I yeah. hope. <laughs> I okay. hope I'm not too far on one end or the other. Well. <laughs> but um, uh, I feel like I'd be, yeah, I feel like I'd be a really bad robot. What's what's a bad robot? Like, I would, like, like you would, like, go to get in the shower or something, <laughs> and by then, like, uh, I'm sure, like, all of your house would be run by, like, a computer system. I'd, like, jump in there and turn your cold water on. <laughs> I'd be, like, a really annoying ghost. <laughs> I think even worse would be, like, first day as a robot, you know, you, you get out of bed or, you like, you're charging dock or whatever it is. And you're like, okay, like, I, I can do this. <laughs> and, 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 and then you hop into the shower <laughs> and things are fried. <laughs> Bro, think about this, okay? Think about what if people just downloaded like like our generation from then on. Yeah. Like we were like downloaded into computers and then we were like in the systems of like like people had like family houses and stuff. Yeah. So like 
my like great 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 grandkids are like <laughs> like oh one of them's like cleaning the floor or something uh-huh. and then like I open the oven door and like smash it on his head. He's like, God damn it, grand great 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 grandpa. Your like great great grandchild is like touching the thermostat and like a robotic arm slaps his hand just exactly. like yeah. oh! <laughs> You little bitch, we're keeping it at sixty five. That's right. Trying to air condition the whole neighborhood out here. Come on now. The vacuum picks up a sandal and throws it at him across the room. It just launches a sandal. <laughs> it's not even a throw. It's just like like a. It's thunk. like people put those like the footballs into those things that yeah. are like spinning and it yeah. fires out quick as hell. <laughs> Dad, great great grandpa's throwing sandals at me again. Yeah, I don't think I'd be a good robot. I think I'd be a bad robot. So you're saying you'd be just jackass? It's kind of like I, I think so. Yeah, because I'd be bored as hell. <laughs> If I was stuck in a computer. Just like, you know, I'm not going to die anytime soon unless someone, like, doesn't switch out the AA batteries that are, like, propping me up. Oh, no. Because we still use AA batteries up then. Nah, bro, Uh, I'd be on cellular everywhere. (laughs) See, he'd be like a radio wave. I'm like that 5G robot. (laughs) So you see your kids going to school, and he's, like, on his phone, and he's like, hey, I'm I'm, going to, I don't know. What's something bad kids can do on their phone? On their phone? Yeah. Uh, like, get a kick. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you remember so, those things? Oh, yeah. So, so so he's downloading, like, like the futuristic version of kick. Yeah. And your face just pops up like, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> I know why you have this app. I know why I had this app. <laughs> We're going to download Minecraft instead. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, bling, Minecraft I, uh, installed. My ki- <laughs> he gets mad. He, like, tries to destroy the robot that I'm in. I shoot myself into his Apple Watch. <laughs> I'm like, bitch. <laughs> Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> Don't you ever try. Shoots his Apple Watch, I fly into his phone. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do, motherfucker. <laughs> the kid's laying in bed. You're, like, inside, like, you know those, like, Sono speakers they have, like, all over the house? Yeah. Kid's, like, laying in bed. You're just playing, like. Ocean Man or something over the speakers at like Ocean two in the morning. <laughs> that's exactly. See, that's why I can't be a robot is because I would do. Grandpa, just, please turn off the AI. I've where I've been. <laughs> the kid's like, like pillows like around his ears. Like, please make it stop. <laughs> and that's what we get for being a little jackass, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I can't be a robot is because I'd do some shit like that. I don't think that would be a bad thing, though. I, th- I think the world could use more of that, you know? Could use more of that. A- and plus, like... You need, like, nine generations of people in your, like, house's, uh, like, heating and cooling system. <laughs> Come on, that would be fun as hell, right? Great-grandpa, go fix the furnace. <laughs> I'm too busy playing with, like, your great-uncle, like, John in, like, Pong. We're and, playing like, cards. <laughs> there's just, like, two games of solitaire, like, independently up on the TV. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, like that shit would be super cool to me, man. And like, okay, granted, maybe this isn't like directly related to the prompt, but just the idea of living forever inside like a smart house or like even like one of those small like little picture frames. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can have your family take you places. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> you probably see some shit you don't want to see, but like. There's nothing like being human, bro. Oh, it, w- it wouldn't be the same. D- don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to just 
like volunteer to like sacrifice my last 50 years here on the on the earth you think you only have 50 left (laughs) oh my god i'm saying the moran family has a a a long line of people dying at the age of like 50 60 (laughs) at least the men oh no i'm just saying i I, i'm i I have every intent or uh intent to to go past that you keep but, busting out the salami sandwiches. You're goddamn right. You're only gonna make it to sixty. Nah, dude. It's the it's the my dad's side. It's like the Irish Polish side. So, well, they died at sixty for a different reason. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> but uh, potato famine. <laughs> but the, the, at the end of the day, I would want to ride out my entire human existence as long as I can with modern medicine. Make it to like what one fifty, whatever it may be. And then on my deathbed, be like, you know, when everyone's saying their final goodbyes, I'll be like, psych, I'll see you bitches at home. And then just like whip out this like little flash. Snapchat you in a minute. (laughs) Man, I I guess that the other thing, too, would be like, how do you look in the the in, in a world where your consciousness is just on like an SD card or like a flash drive? And I would like to imagine it's all like. Like, you know those, like, uh... Dude, I'd get a platinum and gold SD card. I would be iced the fuck out if I was if I was a robot. No, I'm talking about how your, your like, AI, like, would look. I'm talking, oh. like... I'm picturing, you know those, like, uh... Or, or the, like, the, the animojis on, like, your iPhone? Like, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm picturing, like, that's how we would look. It would just be, like, a cartoon representation. Or, like, a oh, bitmoji. Like, you could, like, pick what age... Like, you have to use, like, an old photo, and then it'll analyze it and make, like, one of those out of it. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, maybe you can change your glasses here and there or get, like, a new haircut. Or just, like, make yourself look like Jesus Christ or, like, you know, like, Celine Dion or something like that. (laughs) Just for shits and giggles at this point. Yeah. I mean, that would would be nice, definitely, if we could have a... If we could download ourselves, mainly because then we would, like, have so much more information... Like, think about, like, uh, there's, like, a old story of, like, a town in Germany. Have you heard about this where, like, some guy was, like, a werewolf and, like, killed kids or whatever? No. Yeah, it's, like, an old old tale in Germany. Okay. And, like, some people, like, still think that it was a thing or whatever, you know, and even, like, vampires and yeah. all that. And, like, you could, like, just hit up, like, your great-great-great-great-great-grandpa You'd be like, hey, did that did that actually happen? He's like, nah, bro, that shit ain't happened. <laughs> I, I think the other thing to consider too is that look at people like 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 famous scientists and people who haven't completed their work that could still take that level of genius and keep it around. Like like I think most recently I I'm not super into the science world, but I know Stephen Hawking passed away what was yeah. like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh Imagine keeping his consciousness on an SD card or a hard drive, you know, and like just plugging that in. And he's like, hey, he's like, I got some science to do. And he just keeps going back at it, you know, I got some science to do. Disappears. You're like, where did he go? (laughs) What is he doing? He's in my laptop. The particle collider in Switzerland starts doing weird stuff. (laughs) He's here. We've found him. <laughs> I, I think here's the other thing to, to talk about, too. So, so we're talking about real people inside computers living out their digital lives, right? Because they've, their consciousness is downloaded on, on an SD card. Yeah. Do we download emotion as well? 
I I don't know if there's a way to quantify that. I don't I don't think dude, you're asking me the wrong questions. This is the stuff that I sit up at night thinking about. It's not the stuff that I know the answers to. Well, I I'm I'm going to shoot you my thoughts, right? Because let's say you're you're taking someone like Stephen Hawking. We'll use him as the example because uh we we've already talked about him. If you take his intellect and his emotion and put it inside a laptop, I think the other thing you're going to feel are natural human emotions like isolation, fear, loneliness, you know. You and can those... just turn those down. <laughs> oh, you think it's that easy? <laughs> I do. If, if you're da- yeah, it's a setting. <laughs> okay, well, that in mind, are you controlling... You can turn isolation down and turn shits and giggles up. <laughs> but th- does that mean you're controlling humans' free will? No, not as long as the robot's doing it themselves. Or not robot, but the person, robot, the cyborg. So it would have to be Stephen Hawking willingly saying, hey. Yeah, he's like, I'm feeling a little lonely. Let me just turn this shit down real quick. <laughs> kind of, okay. I, I think I follow. I, I don't know. Can you charge someone with assault if they try to hack a person? <laughs> or is it manslaughter if you just unplug them? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus! Just like, hey, Steven, you're kind of being a bitch right now. Beep. <laughs> just unplug him. Oh, no. How how'd you kill Stephen Hawking? Well, he it comes he, back because his, his dad is corrupted. <laughs> Stay save file not saved. <laughs> what? Well, uh, going back to that question though, I, I think the other possible outcome would be just saving the data processing portion of someone's brain, like the intellectual part. So yeah. kind of like, you know, ev- you can find ev- a way to combine that. What do you, what do you mean combine, combine what? Think about if you got all today's greatest minds, philosophers, academics, yeah. scientists, and you found a way to have those intellects conversate and uh, delegate and uh, what's another word with eight at the end? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, they just, they kind of like mix together and then form like this beautiful mind that is yeah. like, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a YouTube rewind <laughs> of like people <laughs> from this generation. A YouTube rewind of like Stephen Hawking, <laughs> Carl Sagan. Aristotle. Robin Williams. <laughs> God damn. I I see the merit in that, but here, I'm going to explore the slippery slope downhill, right? So granted, this may be just a logical fallacy, but I'm, I'm going to, to just take this run with it, right? You have this bubble of just raw intellect, right? Mm-hmm. May, may, you don't have much emotion here. Let's say we're just taking the intellect, we're just doing it for the greater good, Everyone signs a little waiver, and it's like, hey, like Stephen Hawking goes, yeah, you can take my intellect, and you can keep doing science with it, right? Yeah, uh, yo. But then you have this being, right, that can logically process data, mm-hmm. make t- decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And how do you treat that? Uh, do you treat it like a person because it's the collective consciousness of hundreds of people? If you allow it to mold itself, then I think you would treat it as a person. You allow it to grow as a human mind would. Yeah. But if you're just containing it, then it's just a kind of like a, a 
almost like a copy or a replay. Like when you see like those really sad videos where like some kid gives their parent a build a bear and it's their grandparent. Oh yeah, and that, yeah, it's like that. You're just a build a bear. Yeah. So, so you, I think we both agree that you have to let it expand, right, and keep learning and processing and growing. Yeah. But. What if there's an AI situation like you pointed out earlier where it's like, okay, Stephen Hawking, do you want to destroy the world? And he's like, yes, I want to destroy the world. What happens oh, then? No. Is that where you unplug him? Like, oh, I tripped over the gourd. Yeah, for sure. That's what I would do. I'm not even like going to like try. Stephen Hawking is so much smarter than I <laughs> am or ever will be. So... I would unplug him immediately. Yes, I'm not, I'm not playing those games. Well, I, I think here's where the issue is, is that by the time we have this technology developed, when you unplug him, he's inside the AC, like, ventilation, like, <laughs> machine. He's, like, inside he's, like, your, running like, down a watch. cord that's heading to, like, a computer lab at a university. He's in Beijing right now. Like, you have to consider that stuff, too. That's like, crazy. I, I think the risk, to to even go back to that original question, like, the risk that you run by looking at this type of technology yeah. is that you risk it. Like the, the moment you try and turn it off, it will not turn off because everything's so interconnected, you know? What was that? That was interconnection. Oh, okay. That was the sound effect for interconnection? Yeah. Hey, we're playing a dangerous game. I'm putting more and more sound effects in these podcasts, too. I'm, I'm just going to overlay some stupid shit. <laughs> Can you overlay the, you was in the club? Yeah. <laughs> I need some of that in my life. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure our listeners do, but it's, it's going in there anyway. <laughs> I'm making the note right now in my head. Love to hear it. Man, I, I love that guy, though. No, I mean, unrelated, but he, he is by far just the... He, I think he embodies... The whole falling into like stardom because of a meme thing. Yeah, it's like he's some dude. He's he probably works at like what, like a speedway. I think he works at Whole Foods actually. Okay, so because I saw a TikTok of some girl taking a picture with him at Whole Foods. All right, so he he's, he's working at Whole Foods, right? Goes home, he picks up a little little styrofoam cup, and starts like singing over the beat that one of his friends made. It's probably like he doesn't have work tomorrow. It's like 11 p.m. on a Thursday. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to put his life together. He's kind of talking to this girl, but he's not sure yet. But they're cool. They're, he's pretty interested. She's pretty interested. He met her, and like, at the checkout aisle. Yeah, he's feeling good. He's, like, half a joint into his night, mm-hmm. you know, and he's, like, just kind of hanging out. He's got his hoodie on. He's like, all right, let me throw this chain on. He pulls out the camera. And he yeah. starts laying a beat down, you know. Okay, I'm picturing that, that at this point the girl's gone home. Yeah. L- like, yeah, like no, like, no, like, I'm just saying that he's been like texting yeah. her. They they didn't even hang out today. Or or even worse, like she came over for like like to watch a movie on Netflix, and then like the movie was over, and she's like, okay, I'm I'm heading home. I'm tired. And then Maybe. The, and the guy's like, you know what? I should be bummed, but I'm I'm pretty fucking charmed. Maybe he just finished some uh, some Metroid. Yeah. Playing some Metroid. The, the, the old the, Metroid on the Switch yeah, though. Yeah, he's got he's got his uh some red lights on in his house. He's just yeah. hanging out, kinda of moving from side to side, you know, just kinda of getting it going. And then, you know, he just like starts speaking to soul. And he's like, You was in the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, then he starts laying down those ad libs. He's like, Yeah. And then he goes, You know what? I think I have something here. Yeah. 
and then he just puts it on YouTube. He puts it on YouTube because he doesn't care. He thought it was cool. He thought it was fun. He had a good time making it. And then all of a sudden, it's everywhere. And you know what? He doesn't have it on iTunes or Spotify, which means he's not making any money off of it. Yet. Which means that he's just still working at Whole Foods, but now he's like kind of like an internet celebrity. Yeah. More, so, more people are coming to Whole Foods. So now. people are running in there with you know, all their organic food, and they're like, are you the you was in the club guy? And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the ad-lib voice. And then he just takes pictures with everybody. That, that's his, his claim to fame. He's, he's going to live, you know, off of working at Whole Foods. Yeah. But he makes people happy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I love about the internet is people like that make us happy. You, you know who else kind of has that same story? Is a, Do you know Voice Over Pete? I don't. Uh, he's the guy who, uh, I'll, I'll, you know what? I will throw in the voice snippet now. Okay. Attention, all Fortnite gamers. John Wick is in great danger, and he needs your help to wipe out the squads in the Tilted Towers. But to do this, he needs Golden Scar and a couple of Chug Jugs. To help him, all he needs is your credit card number, the three digits on the back, and the expiration month and year. But you got to be quick so that John Wick can secure the bag and achieve the epic victory royal. So the context there is that someone just ordered. He, he's a he, he used to work on Fiverr. Yeah. And someone ordered that script, and he got banned off of Fiverr for doing it. Right. So right. I mean, he he just he's he's an older guy. He's he's got to be like sixty years. Just so. hanging out. Yeah. He used to do like TV commercials and stuff like that. Like like spokesperson stuff. And he read that script, and Fiverr banned his ass. Uh, Why? Because he was soliciting children giving credit card information to him, apparently. Dude, that video is funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. But, like, what he's been doing since, right? Like, he made a YouTube channel. He's been, like, you know, friends with, like, some other content creators and stuff like that. Him and his son yeah. make, like, videos together. That's uh, awesome. And so far, like... The running jokes is he's like running for like president of the internet with Elon Musk as his VP. Why do old white uh, dudes always have to run for president okay. in like anything? First of all, I just don't. I like why is that like the type of person that always runs for it? I think we're getting into the weeds here. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm just asking a question. No, I, I give I me your quick thoughts. Okay, so so quick thoughts, and, and we'll move on because because I w- I want to stay on. Literally president of anything. I think it's it's just historical roots and tradition for better or for worse. Are you are you following my logic there? Just kind of like, hey, like these are the people that have done it before me, even though we don't have to keep it the same way now, we're doing it. You Interesting thoughts. All right, so voiceover Pete, right? President of the internet, but he's using his his like internet fame to talk about Article thirteen in the EU. Uh, which is kind of like the the copyright thing that's supposed to like ban like memes and content creators in the EU from like making stuff. Okay. Uh, is been... wait memes are being banned in Europe? That's a that's a thought for another podcast. Oh, interesting. But look into it big time. We'll talk about it eventually. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, no, he's he's just a really great guy. I mean, he's not making tons of money. I don't think just based off of like the type of content he's making and well, like just on fiber. <laughs> Well, well, yeah. I mean, now it's YouTube. It's that fat YouTube ad, ad revenue, assuming you don't get demonetized. But Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, same kind of story. Just like, you know, 
he's just very much loved. And the reason he is popular is that little script that he had to read that someone else wrote for him. Interessante. So let's talk about artificial intelligence again. Okay. Because <laughs> we, we have strayed way too far off of that. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk very generally now because we've talked about specific examples. We've talked about it in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about it, you know, downloading consciousnesses and having it, like intelligence inside of a flash drive, right? Yep. Uh, I want to talk about just in general the future of AI. Uh, do we think that this is something that we should keep developing or are we headed towards a direction that only bad can come out of it? I for sure think that we should keep developing it because even if it goes bad and they kill us all, they'll be an extension of us and they'll just continue to evolve and in the same way that we do in a way, you know, and improve upon themselves and they're, they're smarter than us. They'll be more capable than us. They'll be able to go places that we can't go and do things that we can't do. So even if, you know, something bad happens, in a way, there's a silver lining. Kind of like these are, like, our offspring or, like, intellectual offspring? In a way, maybe. Do you think that that's inevitable, though, the fact that they will outsmart us? I think that we will either... Uh, Yeah, I think it's inevitable that they'll outsmart us. The question of whether or not we can stop them in time is... The real question, but I, I think that that's just going to happen. Either we continue to do AI, or we just shut it down. Now, I think it's important to highlight that they're they're not going to outsmart us anytime soon. I mean, granted, we we have issues with like Siri on our phones, like still fucking up stuff, you know. Yeah, but that's because it's a voice respondent system. Well, I, I think that artificial intelligence has to have some sort of outside contact, you know. Even when you're looking at some sort of uh, artificial intelligence in which you're like relaying commands via an interface, like a you know just a laptop or something, there's still some flaws in there. The whole idea of Siri is to be able to respond to you, though. It, like it, it like when you ask it a question, it doesn't just throw that out the window; it absorbs it, and then it you know when they're developing the new version of Siri, they take those inputs into account yeah. and try to improve upon them. I think the bottom line I'm trying to portray is that we still like, – like the roof is not directly on top of us, right? There's still a lot of headway we have to make before we have AI that is going to be significantly advanced and intelligent enough to pose – I don't want to say a threat, but I'm going to say the word threat. Yeah. You know? That is uh, – I think it's both inspiring because it increases what our potential is, mm-hmm. but also – Scary as fuck. Because it's kind of like a threshold, right? Once you pass it, you can't go back. Yeah. You can't undo AI unless you just outright ban it. Right. But even then, it's not going to work. If someone, if, if the world, like just like like the United Nations is just like, hey, we're, we're not doing AI, you know damn well that everyone's going to still work on AI. They're just <laughs> not going to make it public. <laughs> That's right. So It uh, would just go underground. Yeah. And seriously. then it would be a tool of resistance. Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't say i mean i'm very much for ai i think that we have to keep looking forward and you know i, th- I think that's one realm that will really benefit people right because like yeah ai is being used in like making robots to keep 
like the elderly folks at like retirement homes company, you know, has been proven to work really well. Like that's one example of it bettering people, right? Mm-hmm. It can be used to process data more efficiently, right? And even though it may cost some jobs, it will create new ones for those people who are, you know, making that AI, right? That development. Yeah. So there is a lot of inherent good. I mean, making, you know, apps for our phone that can respond to questions that we have to get information to us effectively. Making apple pie. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Making apple pie with your smart oven and smart fridge. Yeah. Well, so, they already have those fridges that uh, you can look at. You could like FaceTime your fridge from your phone and figure out what you need to get from the grocery store. Yeah. You can also send tweets from your fridge too. No way. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. There was a, there was a tweet I saw. Uh, it was a while ago, but like sent was, from was, my was, Samsung fridge. That's what it was. <laughs> it had the little like yeah, sent that's from my, awesome. My, my my Samsung smart fridge like Mark II or whatever. That's dope. All right, so I see about ten minutes left on the podcast. I want to talk about one thing. Uh, circling back to this military topic, right? Probably yeah. should have talked about this earlier. Fuck it, it's our podcast. Uh, <laughs> don't laugh at me. Uh, I want to talk about robots. Because robots are badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing that I saw when I was just doing some you know quick research on the topic, I just like straight up Googled military AI. Uh, have you heard about the two robots, one from the U.S., one from Japan, that battled each other, like massive robots? That battled each other? Yes. Like mechas? Yes. They didn't battle each other, though. They did. So... Get this, right? Okay. They're about two stories tall, mm-hmm. piloted by two pilots each. Yeah. And they, they also use, like, like AI, uh, mm-hmm. w- which is somewhat involved in it to make sure that the... Uh, everything works correctly. Yeah, yeah, everything works correctly. Yeah. It senses data around in real time. Yeah. Relays it back to the, the control team mm-hmm. and the, the pilots. Yeah. But, dude, two robots, right? fought each other. Yeah. Like, like the US developed one and then Japan developed one and they were just kind of like hanging out and the US guys go, "Hey Japan, like you want to fight?" And the Japanese guys were like, "Fuck yeah." And like it was really cool. They have like the videos online. Highly encourage you to look it up. Like these guys are like picking up cars and like not like throwing cars but like using cars as like shields to like uh I think they use like paintballs just to mark how many hits instead of like bullets, right? Yeah. You don't want to kill the pilots. Right. Like these paintballs, they had flamethrowers. They had just like hydraulic arms that could just rip shit apart. It was really, really cool. Yeah. And like it from was, a military perspective, though, a tank shell rips that in half. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, but but the other thing too is that you have to imagine putting a tank shell on that robot too. You know. Yeah, but what's I feel like it's. It would be a really slow thing. It might be – maybe that's a tool that could be employed in, like, a city combat zone. But, like, if – like, the places that we're currently in combat, which is, like, in the mountains and foothills of, like, Middle Eastern countries. Yeah. it's It doesn't really have much use because it's slow. It's not very mobile. It's not – even if it's heavily armored, it would be even slower then. And yeah. you could, like, put – a steel cable out and wrap it around its legs like a AT-AT on Hoth <laughs> and just, like, rip it down. I think that uh, you could take the technology that's there, and again, combining it with AI even further, Yeah, you can just say, okay, we have, 
uh, the enemies taking a, a small city, right? And like it's just enemies in there. They've they've wiped out the population. Yeah. We're going to send out this this mecha with no people in it. It's just piloted by AI. There are cameras and there's like remote controls, right? So it goes. But on you its control own. it. Well, I'm saying it can go on its own, but you're also like it's kind of like like an auto driving car, right? Not like where you're sitting in it, but like you're sitting remotely. So you're watching what it's doing. It's making decisions, but you have like the override button to like make your own calls, right? I don't know. I you, don't. I just like. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but like right away, I'm seeing a problem. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take it one step further. I'm just okay. gonna say the hypothetical. The hypothetical is you have you know these trained military commanders, they're watching this you know go, and, and instead of sending people into this town where like you know there's gonna be urban warfare and stuff like that, people can get ambushed and whatnot. You're sending this guy out, this robot, goes out through the streets and when it sees a hostile threat. Granted, this is also assuming that AI is developed enough to identify this. Uh, it will take out a hostile threat. And it has, you know, like, like it can launch tank rounds if something gets too close, right? You know, like how a tank would respond. It has, you know, smaller arms to deal with close threats. Uh, and then in case shit hits the fan, like let's say a school bus full of kids drives through the town and you see that on the camera and it identifies that as like an unknown threat, you have the override that says, hey, don't kill this. You should drive it on your own. It should not be driving itself. Okay. The, the reason that I say that is because, let's take, uh, let's say Damascus, Syria, for example. Yeah. If you were to employ those, Damascus is a big city, ancient city. Yeah. Um, all of the people who are who would be on our side are dressed just like the people who are on the enemy side. Okay. They have the same weapons. They speak the same language. They're dressed the same. How's the robot supposed to differentiate? I don't know. I'm, I'm leaving that's, that. that's where you that's where you driving it. Let's say um, there are things like human intuition. Yeah. That you can employ. So let's say you're walking down an empty street, and some kid walks out and like makes a face. Yeah. And to you, as a human, you know that that face. You're like, oh shit, they're up to something. Like they're about to go let somebody know that something's going down. Yeah. That like this is the position that we're at right now. Yeah. And the robot will just be like, oh, la-di-da-di-da, and just keep walking or whatever, you know? Yeah. Or, like, someone will look out the window, and it'll be like, that's a threat, and just blow that block up, Yeah. you know? Like, there, these are things that the reasons that you need a person driving it is because you need to be able to use those. Uh, I think you can use AI as, like, a supplementary yeah. thing, like, uh, in terms of, like, making sure everything is working correctly, mm-hmm. sending uh, almost like a brain yeah. But, like, where you're the conscience. And gotcha. So, like, it, you have, like, all the synapses, like, oh, there's damage to the left leg. You know, we're moving a little slower. It's affecting our travel speed and yeah. our stance and stuff. Yeah. Those are the kind of things you would need to consider. Yeah, I think I can agree to that, uh, especially in the military where you have lives on, like, on your hand. Yeah. Uh, where it's AI is, you know, maybe the body and the brain, but you're, the, you're that conscious. So yeah. it's saying, hey, like – you know, this leg is damaged, I recommend you do this based off of the data, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we have this much time left before we can't walk anymore. Yeah. So here's the proposal, right? But at the end of the day, that decision-making is done by humans. So yeah. Like, hey, I identify this. I My system is telling me that this is a hostile threat. Right. But when you look through that camera and you see that data, and it's like, oh, it's just a kid, you know? And then I think that's – it's not like a pressing threat. Mm. Then that's when you have the chance to – Kind of like deal or no deal, where you like put the yeah. box in the button, you know. 
Yeah, definitely. I'm not comparing warfare to deal or no deal, <laughs> but I'm saying that we just—I think we need to consider that big time. For sure. So, uh, l- let's do a quick recap. AI and war. I think mm-hmm. we can both agree that limited AI. Mm-hmm. The, the decision making at the end of the day needs to be put in the hands of humans. Supplementary role at best. Yes. In terms of consciousness on flash drives is that a yay or nay or kind of the same situation i'm gonna go with yay i think it sounds i would be a terrible robot but i think it sounds like a lot of fun i would say yay i think that there also needs to be a uh, a consciousness thing though with with humans yeah where at the end of the day you can't have stephen hawking playing to take down the world because he's inside like all of our technology you know yeah that's a lot of power for the person on the inside mm-hmm. so there needs to be some sort of like hey we will take your intellect we will not take your consciousness Oh, well, if you're just taking my intellect, then I don't want it. <laughs> just put me in the ground. <laughs> I'm saying two different applications, right? Okay. <laughs> so I'm saying for, in terms of like government and looking at science, yeah. just intellect. Okay. In terms of keeping grandpa alive in the house, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. That's right. But he's not going anywhere aside from the house. Okay. Uh, I think that there might be some issues with that. Like let's say there's another like evil world leader that you just take his consciousness. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there's an issue there, but yeah. We'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. For sure. Uh, and I think that's the end of our hour. All right. You want to go get something to eat, man? Kind of. I'm, I'm a little hungry. All right. Let me throw on some of uh, our outro song, Makana Beats. All right. Big fan. And uh, we'll you know what you're going to yell today? Um, what, what are you feeling? Uh, I'm going to yell out what, what I'm feeling like eating. Okay. So uh, I, I'm going to do the outro. I'm going to say thank you for listening. We're going to continue to make these for as long as we're still kicking, and then even once we're, we're robots, we'll keep making them. Thank you. Send us your thoughts, T Junkie Podcast on Twitter, uh, or just fucking reach out to one of us if you have something. And uh, that'll do her. Sandwich!